banana there we go hey Lydia hello <laughs> so we've got through some uh, technical difficulties already I know classic but thank you so much for this is your first time on my podcast how do you feel it is a uh, little bit nervous excited apprehensive no I'm excited it's fine apprehensive gosh I don't what know what you you're going to do to you I don't know I don't this know is true. no the pressure. suspense is killing it's not me having it all. we don't have it all <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> how are you? I've seen yeah, really I've good. seen um ridiculous pictures on your Instagram of how great your hair looks right now, so I'm very jealous. Uh yeah, oh yes. So um of course I keep forgetting they can't see me. Um but yes, I've I've gone curly <laughs> for um the first time in a f- quite a few years. I had my hair chemically straightened. Um did you know that, Karis? I actually had it chemically straightened. I didn't know that. Yeah, I just said that then. And then I was like, actually, Carrie's might not know. I had it chemically straightened two years ago, which is why, because I've hated it. And well, actually, no, the first. Oh, I'm going to yabber on now. Um, the fir- genuinely, the first agent that I ever went to see, I'm not going to name them, um, was so nasty about my hair that it gave me, it absolutely destroyed my confidence. And I changed That's it disgusting. and I straightened it from then on. And that was about five years That's ago. Disgusting. So no, actually, I say I, I keep saying to people, oh, I didn't have the confidence to wear it. But actually, at sixth form and everything, I had curly hair. And I went to Artside with you curly did, hair. Cause I, no, because I remember when you sent in your um, audition for... Because uh, Lydia's first film with me was Extra Time. Mm-hmm. And I remember you sent in the pictures and I was like scrolling through them and I was like... Oh, she's got curly hair here. Oh, she's got this. She ah. And at the time, I didn't know that you were obviously part Greek. Yes. So oh, yes. I was, I was like, okay, that makes sense. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I got all. But I no, also I got told gorgeous. that wasn't castable, <laughs> which is why I have an English surname. So I shouldn't have this, listened uh, to all this, of these. This agent sounds fantastic. By the way, can you pass that was me two these details? Ones. Isn't that awful? Wow. But I think that the industry's changed a lot. I know this podcast isn't about the industry, but um. The, the industry has changed a lot in the last five years. I got told I didn't look yeah. northern, so therefore it was a really hard <laughs> casting, so I needed to make myself how do look you, posh. Um, how do you look northern? I don't know. <laughs> I think people... And I do you have to like, be wearing of, full farmer get-up? I don't know, yeah. I go, go into my audition <laughs> with my flat cap. <laughs> there was, oddly, I'm becoming so... I have a flat cap, so I can't say there's not stereotypes. That's awful, isn't it? Yeah, I think stereotypes of your you you when I entered the industry, you got told this is your casting, you will always go on that casting, and it's uh, it's wonderful, but it's changed a lot in the last. Well, I only entered it five or six years ago, so it's changed a lot in the last five or six years, thank God. But yeah, when I even not that many years ago when I started, it was still yeah quite do this and do that, and if you don't look like this, then you're not gonna you're not gonna do well and straighten your hair and change your makeup and fit in and lose weight and things like that so yeah it basically uh, yeah, yeah I, I agree with you actually as well because I think that I think as well for a lot of like young black actresses as well they're able to finally after a long long time yeah. I, mean, I know that people have always been doing it but embrace their natural hair yeah. and I think that it took it took for an in, a massive industry change because I think even for the big um like black actresses like Tessa Thompson and um um who else did it a while ago uh, oh she's from I've forgotten her name she was in Empire and she did the film with the spaceships and what's her name? Oh, I wish I could help you, but I've not seen either of those, so I'm not sure. No, when, you watch yeah, so they, you, started, you watched everything, I so I can't, <laughs> I I'm not it. even I'm not even worried that I don't know all of what you're saying because if I did, then I'd have to have watched as many things as you, and I know that I'll never get <laughs> just, there. Just not a lot. Just, I just 
yeah. yeah, just not along. I know everything. But so no, it's fine. you're completely I'm just right. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, even with a like. Um, I mean, even if they were to, like, they, they, we've always had, like, um, black actresses that have played a lawyer, but there's been one and she's straightened her hair. And it's like, you know, someone yes. can still be a lawyer with curly, curly hair and whatever okay, style yeah, they want, yeah. right? Well, wasn't it, um, there was a story, wasn't there, about a, um, a job interview and they actually said to her, like, if you straightened your hair, yeah. you'd have a better chance yeah. to get the job. And you just think, yeah. how does you look your messy. hair affect? Yeah. yeah, that's what they say, I you look messy. Said. You look messy. Yeah. I just think this is ridiculous. But I mean, even just to comment on that, like at the moment, we've just had the massive heat wave in the UK, yes. which I don't know how you felt it, but I've hated it. <laughs> oh no, Karis. See, I'm a gardener. So, yeah, you're a gardener. I'm a gardener. So, no, it's been heaven. But also, if I lived in London still, because um, yeah. for anyone who doesn't know, I've just moved up north again um, for various reasons. We, we actually moved. We we both yes. Lydia and I both moved back to the northeast around the same time, and it was, uh, it was almost cosmic. Cosmic, kismet. How do you say? It? I don't know. It was magic. Yeah, and I even told you not to do it to begin with. She and did. I did it first. She did. I wasn't gonna. I was. I wasn't gonna tell uh, tell you then because I thought I'll save Lydia. From no, this. no. But Lydia it's actually said fine. to me. It was September last year, and I said, "Oh, you know what? I'm gonna move to the northeast. I'm gonna live with my boyfriend, and we're gonna buy a house and live happily." I was horrified. Often. And Lydia was like, "No!" <laughs> I was like, "You can't do that. I you like, can't." I was like, "Please don't do that. You're, you're." At- I was there thinking like, no, because we're in London and we've got there, and you have to. But I still believed that you had to be in London to be in this industry. Which is, yeah. so it wasn't coming, that is a place of ignorance, it really was. I didn't know, and I, I'll hold my hands up and say I was completely wrong. Um, and thank God that that's the case. But no, I just didn't think, I thought, oh my God, don't move out of London and then start giving up directing films and this, that and the other. I was just like, no, yeah. please don't settle. But then you realise that none of that, none of that means again we're stereotyping just because you get married and have a family and this that and the other doesn't mean you're giving up on your career and I think it is hard though because learnt, I feel I've like that, that is I think people people look at that and they think oh so you're not doing that anymore yeah. and you think well no yeah. I mean my I've told I've told you this before I think I've said it before on the podcast my like not my dream but like I fully expect to be like eight months eight months pregnant barefoot on set yeah still bossing people around like you're yeah, like that light's not? in the wrong place we're behind schedule someone yeah. get me a snickers you're like you know <laughs> i love that it'd be it'd be, it'd be a normal craving like snickers i thought you were gonna say like yeah t- tinned tuna or something like I want that imagine. monster munch dipped in ice cream with yeah a oh, baby bell oh <laughs> i'm tapping very... things sorry there's baby things bell. hanging from my room um, I'm tapping. That's now going to be on the podcast. I might have to cut that one out. Sorry, Karis. Oh, it's God. all good. It's all good. It's it's added added sound effects. Thank you so much for bringing more to my show. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be silly. It's fine. But but yeah, I mean um, yeah. So I've loved the pictures. I think your hair looks absolutely gorgeous, Thank despite you. what the industry may say. Thank you. Um, but maybe a lot on that because um, I saw this really funny tweet the other day actually, and I was going to ask your opinion about this. And basically, this guy, it was on a beach, and um, he had taken a picture of, I think it was three couples in a row on the beach, and each of the couples, the the guy is taking a picture of the girl, um, like, posing, yeah. like, on the beach, you know, in a bikini or whatever like that. And I think the caption was something like, 
social media is ruining us all. And a girl retweeted it and very cleverly, well, I think so anyway, added this caption to it, which said, people for thousands of years used to sit in front of a painter for like 12 hours in order to take a picture. These people are literally taking three minutes out of their vacation to take a picture. Please calm down and go lay in some grass or something. (laughs) Yeah. Which, which I found quite brilliant. Yeah, and it's very true. I, I do. I agree. I agree with both sentiments. Um, Me too. I think no, it's completely the on I the do person. Agree with both sides. I can think it's completely yeah. on the person. I think if you are one of these people that gets unhealthily obsessed with looking at everyone else's page to the point where it makes you unhappy and miserable. Um, then for you, you shouldn't be doing it, but not for anyone else. If it makes you miserable and unhappy by going on social media, get off it, go do something. But for you, um, but if someone enjoys, like, I think I have five or six Instagram accounts and I post on... (laughs) Catfish, catfish. And I post on... (laughs) Hang on, let me count. I've got her first over. I have six Instagram accounts. And I would class... Would you, would you have to explain to the court why? Uh, yes. So I've got my <laughs> actress account, which is my personal account, which is my just Lydia yes. Lakemore account, um, which, I, yeah, like uh-huh. I said, is my personal one. I've got my personal trainer account, which, yeah, and they're the two that... Oh, yeah. But yeah, I only yeah, really yeah. use one of those. Then I've obviously got my... I've got three business accounts, <laughs> which is really weird. Okay. And um, then my dog has one. But in fairness, I don't use that one anymore. (laughs) But my dog has one. Um, I knew that was But I I see it as... I have a really healthy relationship with social media and I use it all the time. So, but Mm. the moment that I stop having a healthy relationship with it, I will leave for it. But I, I do see it, and I might be awful to say this, I see social media completely as business. I see my no, Facebook not, account as that. keeping in contact yeah. with my friends and family. But I don't know I any of my Instagram that. followers. Yeah. So that page, my PT page is a diary because I plant loads of food and I want to see if my body changes shape because I'm a personal <laughs> trainer. So I'm not looking yeah. for followers, likes or anything. So I post any photo I want. But I have to admit, my Facebook is my social side. But everything else is... is is work or a diary, to be honest. And so it doesn't get me down. I agree more. So I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. I think, um, I mean, like you said, it's uh, you kind of view things now as, I mean, basically for some Instagram accounts, they, they basically, they are business, aren't yeah. they? they? People are earning money out of them. And I mean, I mean, to take into consideration this taking pictures on holiday thing, I mean, when we were on holiday... Um, just recently I walked past a couple and the girl she was wearing a lovely bikini lovely little short she was all matching all red her hair was lovely she had makeup on she had this and she was getting her boyfriend to take pictures of her in front of this tree and they must have spent about like two minutes and getting the right angle and I was laughing because I thought the poor guy (laughs) first of all but then I just thought they're having fun together and there's no maliciousness I mean I don't know if you saw recently but Kourtney Kardashian's boyfriend has recently hit out because he doesn't like her posting no, pictures in a bikini on the 
on the internet and you know this guy is basically essentially celebrating his girlfriend's body celebrating his girlfriend's style his girlfriend being on holiday she's probably spent a fortune on these bloody clothes from boohoo.com you know and it's a nice moment and that's two minutes of your holiday that's the good side now the bad side is when i went to budapest last year and we come across a couple who must have been a travel blogger because they had like the big rucksacks and the big cameras and she was having a picture taken in front of this lovely building and her boyfriend was taking pictures and they were taking quite long like I'm talking like over five minutes and I really wanted a picture and in the end I was like do you know what it's fine I'll have a picture on the other side and I took the picture and we were done and then we went off and walked around the castle we come back half an hour later these people were still there (laughs) they were still taking pictures now that is excessive that's the bad side I'd say and but you know it's it's like with anything there's good and bad to it all I mean I took bikini pictures when I was on holiday and I got some random comments and you know what I've struggled with my body lately my body went through a very bad change and it's nothing I'll talk about now but it took me a while to kind of get comfortable with it again. And yeah, I'm going to post a picture of my bikini. Your body is in sorry. People I'm, who I'm... haven't got this photo, like Karis's body is insane in this photo. And I even know the exact <laughs> photo that she is talking about. I know exactly what photo because I literally looked at it and went, holy like wow so no 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 i'm not taking that but i know exactly what moto you're talking about but no you looked great but that's what Thank you. but Thank that you very much. but that is so important caris i can't tell you like i know i'm going slightly off actuary but um for anyone just yeah. know my day job is a personal trainer and i spend so long i train women to get smaller bigger bigger waist smaller boobs but you know they think they've got um bingo wings they've got this that and the other and you know what if i could just i wouldn't have a job anymore if i could just go you know what you two just swap because everyone doesn't want one body there is absolutely and honestly i've had a lot of clients now which is lovely but um (laughs) they all want something completely completely different and it's why I always will argue that people should always get naked in gym changing rooms. And that's a very controversial one. Um, because a lot of people... What, to look at yes, other people? Yes, they should learn yeah, that okay. when gym changing rooms have saved my... Before I was a PT, saved my opinion of what a woman's body should be. Because I used to be that person right, okay. who was so like, my body is like... Because I'm quite... Um, I'm quite diddy so I haven't you know I've got no boob and I've got no you know whatever and it wasn't until I saw that not one body looked the same and then I saw someone that looked like mine and I thought oh well I like you look great and I thought but you that's different and I'm aiming for that but and you know what no one's happy not one person don't know anyone so we just have to be pleased with what we've got we do I think as well like like I said for me it was um it was just I was just like you know what I like this I feel like I look good yeah. I'm gonna post it and then I can you know what then when I'm having a bad day I could be like no you know what you look good on holidays yeah. so don't worry about it and like you said I mean like I I mean I go to the gym and I go to the gym like we've discussed this before privately mm. but mainly for my mental health yes. not so much getting fit but and I look around the gym and I look at these um you get these you get clicks in gyms mm. I mean you probably see this being a personal trainer yeah. but you get these clicks of young girls who come in with their matching bras and their matching leggings and their matching trainers and their personalised water bottles and their hair all glossy. And they sit there 
and they bitch. Yeah. They sit there yeah. and they look around the gym yeah. and they, they point at they, they point at overweight women and make fun of them. And I think that woman has got off her bum. Mm-hmm. She's got herself an outfit. She's got herself to the gym yeah. and she's working hard. Yeah. So what have, what have you possibly got to say negatively about her? Because she's working on her body. Like if she was sitting there... Do you there, know why they do that? you should ever pick on someone. No, because do you know insecure. why they do that? Because those girls the, are the those girls are doing that because they're the most insecure person in the gym. The most insecure oh, exactly. people exactly. that work that are in the gyms are those young girls who bitch about other people. I'm not just stereotyping that because there's plenty of people that do that. Well, no, there's yeah, not. Yeah, it's a small absolutely. section. I should say that there's a small <laughs> section, but there are pe- there are a lot of demographics that do that. And also the massive yeah. muscle men. Sorry, guys, I'm calling you out. That yes. go to the gym last thing on a Friday night to pump up their muscles just before they go out on the pull because they are so yep. nervous. Yep. And when a woman walks yep. into the gym section and all the lads turn round, it's not them going, yep. you don't belong here. It's them going, shit, there's a girl in the gym section and I need to lift more. Yep, and it's such a... Yep. If you shift that I've perspective... It. It's like animalistic. Yeah. But it's not it's like... like but I've... Yeah. It's just bad with me because I look at like um, I usually stick to the ladies section, right. and it's because in the past I've had yeah. creepy people come and speak yeah. to me. Like I'm on the treadmill, <laughs> I don't want to speak to you. I want to get this done yeah. so I can get home. Yeah. And like I've, but then every now and then the ladies section's full, mm. so I have to go to the main gym and go on the treadmill, and then you've got the guy, the muscle men around, yeah. and it is just like being at the zoo <sighs> because all of a sudden. Their, their shoulders go up yep. and their chests yep. go out and they're, they're, looking, they're looking at me while they're pulling these weights I'm like I don't know if you think you look attractive yeah. right now but you look like you're about to kill they're me they're trying to mean, make like, sure kill. that they I mean, feel like, attractive strangle me <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just and it's just and then one guy come up to me once and I had my headphones in and he like waved in my face and I thought there was like an emergency I thought maybe we're getting evacuated maybe there's a fire and I put oh my, my headphone out and I was like yes and he was like do you need any help what help with what walking I've been doing it for most of my life what what do you want to do hold my hand I don't understand oh don't Karis the amount of people that don't know that I'm sometimes I've worked in the gym and the and the lads haven't known that I've even been a personal trainer within that gym at work and they've come to correct me in the gym section yeah and they've corrected me incorrectly and they've tried to tell me (laughs) something that is wrong and I've I've politely tried to say no I'm gonna do it this way you know this is right and they've uh, carried on and carried on to the point where I've had to embarrass them and go I'm a personal trainer and I work here I know what I'm doing and you wait for as long as possible but it's awkward and then you're like oh please don't make me just say it out loud but yeah you do get it you do That's yeah terrible. It's, <laughs> yeah it's it's a it's a weird environment to be in I mean I enjoy going but I, I generally I just I I I don't I don't even know what to say I think some people they really do view it as like a catwalk show like um I just I can't I literally I go to the gym and I look a mess I go after work and literally I'm just tired my makeup's all over that's another thing once I overheard a girl at the gym say something like that girl is wearing makeup to the gym and I felt 
like turning around and saying, so bitch, I have been awake since seven. Yeah. I have been at work yeah, all day. So I have busted my ass. I'm at the gym wearing makeup because I can't be bothered yeah. to take it off because right now I'm on a treadmill. Yeah. And if you continue, I'm going to get off the treadmill. <laughs> I'm going to pick up a weight and I'm going to make you lose some weight in your face. I know. So shut it's, up. It's, but it's, I don't again, because it's I'm that... scared and nervous <laughs> and I just carry on with what I'm doing because that's who I am. Oh, no, I I'm, I unfortunately am that person that goes around and just says, just concentrate I know you on will. your own <laughs> workout. It's okay. <laughs> but it, honestly, if you've got I enough time that. to worrying about what everyone else is doing, you're probably not performing your best work out you know i could give you some exercises no. to fill that time <laughs> thank you i like that yeah. S- sassy witcher it's uh, i'm usually yeah, not that quick uh, I think... but... <laughs> it's like you'll come back 10 minutes later hey i thought of a really good comeback now <laughs> that would be me no it's uh it's it's a weird environment it, it really is mm. i think that um it's it's great that people are getting healthy and keep people getting out there and like I said it improves mental health but I think sometimes I just want to be like Jesus Christ ease up yeah. and some of you can go home you're done yeah, yeah. you don't need to do anything else you're done you're finished you've completed the round you've gone through boss level tada no yeah, I just uh, <laughs> enough you're taking up space so um so yeah but that's it. Anyway, let's let's get on with um, the top ten film releases now. Before you panic, Lydia, it doesn't matter if you've not seen any of them, okay? Because most of the people on the show never have. Okay. I'm really glad you told me that. It's it been okay. Love Island you season. Know? Oh gosh, don't even start. Is it over soon? It's tonight. It's tonight. Oh my god, you're missing it for me. No, I'm not. Jesus. Nine o'clock. No. Nine o'clock. Basically, Nine that o'clock. was Lydia's way of saying, hurry up, Karis. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. But, um, oh, oh, God, I, don't, actually, I didn't realise it was that time. It's yeah. okay. We've got till one we minute will, to... No, I'm joking. Up. I'm joking. But no, it's the final tonight. <laughs> 8.59. Don't worry. We will, That is the goal for today, we, to not let Lydia miss Love Island. Okay, so if the podcast is really short, it's because Lydia couldn't watch Love Island. It's a, exactly, exactly. Talk, and if, ja- if Danny and Jack haven't won, then I may as well have missed it anyway. So I'll just put that one out there now. <laughs> T- to be fair, I don't even watch the show, but I pretty much know everything about it. And that's because social media just throws it in my face like a tomato. I know. I li- literally, I know more I know more about that show than I actually know about shows I'm I watching. Know, it's a little bit but, sad, um, isn't it? I mean, there's more action on the Twitter no, about gives, the show. Gives, <laughs> it gives people something to do. It keeps, you know... People off the streets yeah. in the houses watching TV from nine to ten. So yeah, it's your prerogative, as they say. Yeah. I mean, you're watching Love Island. I'm re-watching the Vampire Diaries for the third <laughs> time. So you know, we all have our own secrets. It's I love good. that. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so I'm going to run down ten to one. Um, if you have seen it, then or if you've got an opinion or you just want to do a little funny anecdote, just jump in, a Lydia. Okay. Is that okay? okay? I nearly called you a Lydia. Then that's not even a name, a Lydia. I get called that a lot. A Lydia. That's odd that you've said a, that. A Lydia. Yeah, yeah. It That's isn't strange. a name, but I do get called that a lot. Very bizarre. Okay, and number 10 is Sherlock Gnomes. It's been out for ages, so there's not much to say about that. And number 9 is Ocean's 8. Have you seen this? Nope. No. How I do you feel about being in Ocean's 8? I think I'm going to ask them to let me direct the next one. You know what? You know just, what? I'm just going to walk. I'm just going to ask them. You know when them, we were just, talking just... about those northern stereotypes, Karis? <laughs> <laughs> don't know if I'd end up in that that's one. That's what the film. Don't know if that's, that's the one. what the film's missing. Yeah, it's missing a girl from Yorkshire. Brilliant. That's that's the that's the that's Ocean's. I'm going to write, dear Warner Brothers. I think that you need to let me 
direct this and have Lydia Lakemore, the jo- <laughs> Greek Yorkshire yeah, girl. Yorkshire? Doesn't work. Yorkshire? Doesn't work. Yorkshire? <laughs> doesn't work. Oh, dear. Well, uh, well, well, we'll see with that one. I think I'll get a strong no, but I'll <laughs> um, At number eight, it's The First Purge. Saw it last week and thought it was rubbish. At number seven, it's Skyscraper, which is another film with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I think I'm going to ask Dwayne The Rock Johnson to be in Ocean's Nine. What do you reckon? He's epic. I think that would be he's my... He's brilliant. I, I just he's think epic. he's great. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's amazing. Mm. He's like... He's the level I want to get to in the gym. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to train with him. Oh, wow. Could you imagine? I don't, I don't think that you'd ever, like, stop. I think you'd just, like... I reckon in your sleep you'd still be, like, doing burpees <laughs> and stuff. That would be sick. <laughs> Never turn I would off. enjoy that. And a workout with, uh, yeah, with The Rock. I would, I would take I that. that. I would take that. That's going on my bucket list big time, I think. <laughs> If, he, if I ever got on, like, the Ellen DeGeneres show, I'd want them to, like, surprise yes. me with that. Yes, yeah, That would be worth it. <laughs> <laughs> at number seven... No, sorry. At number six is Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Um, I don't know when this film's going to get out of the top ten. Again, that wasn't very good either. At number five, it's an event cinema, so it's a concert, so I'm not really going to talk about that. At number four, it's Hotel Transylvania 3. Um, we I haven't seen it. Lydia's probably not seen it, and... It's a kid's film, so I'm sure it's enjoyable. Um, and number three, it's The Incredibles 2. Have you seen this? Because you do no, like Disney. but I would watch this. I would watch this. Probably watch not it. Probably not in the cinema. It's one of those... I mean, when you get to 25, Disney films become set on the couch with a nice cup of cocoa rather than cinema trips. Do you know what? It, it was... Yeah. When, when I went to the cinema to see this, the amount of lads that were in the cinema was quite bizarre. I can, I can believe that. Rows and rows of lads. I can believe that. Yeah, literally. It was. I mean, obviously, like nothing against them. They've obviously seen the first film when they were like ten, yeah. and now they're back. But it was just lads and lads, and it was a uh, right. Come on, guys, film starting. Keep it down. Ah, but it wasn't like because I'm up north, so it was a northern version of that something. Brilliant. But yeah, I don't know. Okay, number two, it's Mamma Mia. Here we go again. Oh, I want to see it, but I, I'm. Oh, I loved the first one. Joe, you know I find really. I want to ask you as, as a question, actually. Obviously, Amanda Seyfried is the one one of the lead actresses in Mamma Mia, mm. and obviously for this film, she had to pretend to be in love with Dominic Cooper, who, of course, she actually went out with around the time of the first film. So basically, she had to pretend to be married and in love with her ex-boyfriend. Would you would you be able to do that? Do you think? I mean, there's there's a ten year gap. It depends still. which one. <laughs> <laughs> like just scrolling some, through my catalogue. Yeah, of some ex-boyfriends wouldn't bother me here. at all, at all. We still text. Yeah. We're still friends. The odd one, or I would have to get a really big payout to do that. <laughs> I'd be like, I like ringing that. the agent, yeah. sign it into the contract. But no, most wouldn't bother me at all. But yeah, the odd one oh, would be hard would be hard it's hard because i remember reading articles years ago because they were in a long distance relationship and obviously you and i have also been in long distance relationships yeah and i remember reading articles and she was always like never go into a long distance relationship it just they just break your heart like she probably took this breakup ah. hard you could tell and then she's like 10 years later standing next to him smiling at the press conference and i'm just like damn girl you are yeah. strong this yeah, is but a, this she's is done really well right here. Yeah, yeah, but as well, she like, has. she's done yeah, really she well. Has. She's, like, in her prime. She mm. looks great. Like, she's... if there's one thing you need when you're seeing an ex, 
Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, one thing when you're seeing your ex, at least if you're on form, like, you you feel great, don't you? If it's going, if you're on form, you yeah. look great, then then it makes it a lot easier. Tell you what, though, speaking on Amanda Seyfried, she's had some ex-boyfriends. Have you seen her ex-boyfriend's list? So she dated, obviously, she dated <laughs> um, Dominic Cooper. Yeah. She dated Ryan Philippe. You know him? Who's he? Which one's he? I'm very good with faces. Well, he used to be he used to be married to Reese Witherspoon. He's got like blonde hair, blue eyes. Yeah. He was in uh, Cruel Intentions. I know who yeah. you mean. I'm she dated him. Love Reese Witherspoon. Who else is she? She dated Justin Long. She dated she dated a bunch of I think she dated Alexander Skarsgard at one point. But yes, yeah, she's got a good uh, r- repertoire. Of ex-boyfriends there. <laughs> repertoire. That's the word repertoire of ex boyfriends. Repertoire of ex boyfriends there. <laughs> Good for her. She's uh, had a good scene too, as you would say. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so yeah, Mama Mia, go, here we go again. I think I'm going to see this at the weekend. I'm not too sure. Do you know what? I'm actually quite scared because I know as soon as I see it, I will not stop playing ABBA in my car. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's... Um, That's okay. I need yeah, something anyway because I listen to the um, Greatest Showman soundtrack so much that I can't listen to it anymore. <laughs> so um, if I get ABBA I think done next, then I'd be quite happy with that. I need something to replace it. <laughs> Literally, in, in my in the office I work in, we have like Spotify playing during the day. And so obviously the Greatest Showman appears on some of the playlists. And whenever it comes on, everyone just looks at the guy who's in charge of Spotify and is just like... <gasps> change it change it now change it now and it's just yeah sometimes he's on the phone and i'm just like no we're gonna get to the second chorus we're gonna get look out because here i I come because just do it's just too much it's just too much because you get i can't i can't deal with it it needs to be over now i'm sorry i still love it and in six months of not hearing all the songs i'm sure i'll re-listen to them all and go oh my god i love it again but i need a i need a long break but yeah and at number one this week it's mission colon impossible fallout which doesn't seem grammatically correct but hey who am i to argue with tom cruise so yeah there's that have you seen any of the mission impossible films mission impossible. The one, i had to literally go the one with tom cruise uh, yes <laughs> yes because they are cruise, always yeah. on european holiday tv <laughs> that's a very good point that's actually, the only like... reason that i've seen the mission impossible films <laughs> Every time I go abroad, they are one of those films is the only option. I love that. I love when you go on holiday and like the first thing anyone does is, what TV channels have we got? Yeah. It doesn't matter that you're hardly going to be in the room, but everyone does it as soon as you get on holidays. Mm-hmm. What TV channels have we got? And it's, uh, yeah, it's bizarre. But yeah, so yeah, that's number one. Um, I can't see it because I need to see the other films. And people say, like, oh, you only need to watch this one, you only need to watch this one. I'm like, no, I've got OCD, I need to watch them all. I'm like, it's like Pokemon, I have to get them all. So, but yeah, that's You can't be asked about a film, can you? Like, just you have to watch them all in case someone offers you a film and you go, I haven't seen it. Does that happen? Have you ever? Has that ever happened? No, (laughs) it happens quite a lot, actually. I think people get in, people think I've seen a lot, but there's a lot I haven't seen. And there's always like, there's some films that when I was studying in film school, I would, I hadn't seen them, but I'd have to pretend I had Mm. because otherwise you get the whole, oh, she hasn't seen it. She's not a real film director. Not along. And I was like, yeah, okay. Oh my God, you've seen Pulp Fiction? Oh my God, tell me about your life. Oh, you're so interesting. You want to be a cinematographer? Oh my God, really? You like David? (laughs) Um, Shut up. That was me for like two years until finally one day I just wanted to headbutt them. 
and was just like, I don't need you anymore. I've seen all the films. I've seen everything. <laughs> I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to make my own company. I was like Aaron Brockovich just walking backwards out of the lecture <laughs> hall. Like, Brilliant. I don't need you anymore. Brilliant. I'm going to make, I'm going to have my own company. So, yeah. And uh, I see them every, like, recently I saw one of the guys, like, used to sit behind film school on Facebook um, complaining about how the horror genre in film is not great anymore because of the lack of female nudity. I saw you post something thought, about this. Yeah. <gasps> and I just thought, sometimes I really miss film school and then I think that about all the idiots they had to share time with. And I think, no, no. I just, yeah, that's... So. There's a porn industry. It doesn't have to interfere with the film industry. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Jesus, get on Red Tube, man. Just go watch it. Just go on porn. Don't spoil our cinema. <laughs> ridiculous i just think never in the history like at the oscars well you know it was a great film great storyline fantastic performances but just the lack of tits didn't do it for me imagine imagine needing that like in good films like imagine imagine not being able to concentrate so much on the acting that you just need tits like it made me laugh because when um when we were promoting demi i remember one of the guys that i went to school with sent me a message and it was many people sent me messages when Demi come out by the way most of them ask like are you gay are you gay does this mean you're gay and I'm like hello st- I haven't spoke to you for six years but yes please ask me about <laughs> sexual orientation yeah. how have you been whose baby is it just kidding <laughs> that's gonna get edited out <laughs> No, all we're gonna do is blank um, out her name. It's fine. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, we are that. Do what? That is a brilliant idea, and I'm gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I got a message once from a guy about Demi, and he was like, "Just to let you know, I watched your film, and I really liked it, but I was really disappointed that there wasn't a lesbian sex scene." And I just was like, "Okay, <laughs> just, what do you expect me to do at this point?" Again, with the whole there's porn. Like, stop interfering <laughs> with our films. Like, I didn't make my film for you, some guy I used to sit next to in geography in year 10. Like, you didn't really cross my it's mind. It's really, it's so. just mild, mild, I was about to say mildly disappointing. It's just very disappointing that certain people need, like, genuinely are entertained unless they see some sex or boob. <laughs> like, are you that different like is it that hard to stimulate your imagination or brain cells that you need tit like you cannot like enjoy anything without some nipple like i don't i don't get it oh god you make me laugh you you need some nipple i think it's like maybe it goes back to like breastfeeding or something i don't know i don't know maybe there's some psychological connection there i think there must be but you never hear, like, any lesbians say that, do you? Like, you don't hear lesbians, like, raging, like, oh, God, not enough tit in this film. Yeah, or on a serious note, like, oh, they're not projecting my sex life. Like, you never hear that, do yes. you? No. You never hear, no, oh, you know what, so. like, I want I want you to display how, how in my intimate moments I want this. All they want is equal representation. They want to be able to see relationships and feelings that they have because they're normal on screen just like anyone else but no you're right you're completely right i didn't think of that yeah you have no no um no you don't have lesbians going portray my sexual relationships in more detail but no you know we'll do it for the straight men makes sense i love it i absolutely love it but yeah that's just 
it's just how it is. It's it's bonkers, it's bizarre and Again, small percentages. Small percentages. Unfortunately often they have the loudest voices. But we have to just keep remembering that just because they're the loudest people in the room sometimes doesn't mean they're the majority. All right, that, that's what that I'd like very to think. Profound sentence. I like that. That should be on like a Pinterest image. Oh, that was accidental. <laughs> Oh, oh, look at you. Being oh, profound. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, okay, so we're going to move on now to this week's theme, which is dogs and depression. And obviously, I called you in for this episode because you are my favourite dog lady. I have five dogs. <laughs> she has five dogs. She's living the dream, really. Lydia is living... But I'm not going to gush about you all episode because I want you to finish in time for Love Island. But yeah, so a fun game for you is this. Are you ready? So I'm going to tell you a celebrity's name and the breed of their dog. And I want you to guess what the dog's name is. Oh, oh, okay. 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 So Pink is the celebrity and her dog is a bulldog. What do you think the name is? I should know this because I've seen a photo of them. Oh, I don't know. It's Pink and it's a bulldog. Um... What would she... I feel like she'd do something quite sassy, like um, Gus. It is Elvis. Elvis! Oh, yeah. Elvis. I should have known that one. I have a lot of dogs okay, on Instagram. I wonder, if, <laughs> I wonder if you'll know this one. So it's Kate Middleton and Prince William, and they have a black Cocker Spaniel. No, I don't know. Um, no. M- Marley? No, close. It's Lupo. Oh, <laughs> I love that yeah, you guys yeah, said I that. Yeah, thought that was quite bizarre. Lupo. Lupo. I thought they'd go for something really classic, you know, that everyone names the dog to... Classic. Benjamin. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here's the next one. It's Dwayne the Rock Johnson. What do you think is the name of his French bulldog? Please be something like Zeus or Hades or something like that. It is. It's along them lines. Is it actually? Strong, like, yeah, it's a strong masculine name. Think again. One more, one more oh. guess. One more guess. Um, Satan? Satan. I was just thinking, what would a big <laughs> bloke name you? Bloody his... hell, what was, what was your next dog? guess? Hitler? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cut you here in case you get, you know, it's Brutus. Oh! Well, yeah? Okay. That's yeah. not too yeah. bad. The yeah. devil versus, you know, someone that... No, oh, no, that's... Brutus? Yeah. No. Okay, um, I'll give you another one. Uh, Chloe Kardashian, what is the name of her Labrador? I'll give you a clue. I'm going to give you a clue. It's a fashion house. So it's a it's a designer fashion house. Does it begin with K? Or no, sh- shockingly not. No. If it's a fashion house, Fendi. Nope. Gucci. One more guess. Close. I feel like it's going to be one of the. E's. It's a G. Well, it's not going to be Giorgio Armani. Givinci? Oh. Gabbana. Ah! Oh, very close. And you'll probably guess this one because I think they're probably two of the most famous celebrity dogs ever. What are the names of Paris Hilton's chihuahuas? Chihuahua? What? The... I'm, I'm about to There's say Tinkerbell. But that's the old Tinkerbell one. Tinkerbell is one. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, she keeps... I think Tinkerbell like, has died she, now. She always names... <laughs> She she replaces Tinkerbell? Yes, yes. So basically, she's, I think Tinkerbell has died. 
a few times. <laughs> well, I don't know if I don't know if this is true, but when I was younger and Googled her, and I mean a lot younger, um, yeah. they they used to say that as soon as a Chihuahua got too big, Tinkerbell got replaced. Oh, I don't know if that's true. I don't, I don't know. know no, but um, Tinkerbell, she died this year. She was eleven years old. Sorry, she was fourteen years oh, old. Oh, then it so can't be true. Have... No, it can't be true. Yeah, then. no. So, yeah, but okay, yeah, so, her name's yeah, Tinkerbell, Tinkerbell and Bambi, but she was and... actually they actually named her Bambi. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, that's a good name for a dog. So they named her as like the most popular celebrity dog or something like that. But on that on that note, just while we're talking on dogs and names. What do you think are the most popular dog names in the UK? You can have a few guesses for each gender. So we'll start with females, as obviously you've got your little scampy. Yeah. Females. What what do you think? I'll give you three guesses and then we'll see if they appear in the top ten. I think Meg might be one. Meg? Meg. No. Okay. Um... I've got a couple of these, but I know a couple of people that have the same name. So, Brandy? <laughs> nope. Sally? No. Go on, what are they? I'm really interested now. Okay, I'm going to read. This is from 10 to 1. Roxy, Tilly, Rosie, Millie, Ruby, Lola, Daisy, Molly, Bella, and number one is Poppy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, be- yeah I could see a few of those. I mean, a lot of these are names of women in my family, so I don't know what that says. I was about, about to say, you're, I should call my dogs some ob- obscure names, so yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, my dog was called Lola, but I mean, obviously she passed away a couple of years ago, but I don't remember anyone having a dog called Lola That's around a that good time. Name. But yeah, so I was quite surprised, but, but I do hear a lot of people. I don't really do you want to be honest, though. I don't really hear a lot of people have female dogs. A lot of people have male dogs. And a lot of people, people call their female dogs a male dog's name. Yes, yes, I've seen that. I've seen yeah. that. Or like, okay, what yeah. about what about male dogs? Give me some popular names. I think, think. Marley, Buddy, Mar- Marley and Buddy. I think might be both be in the top. Marley isn't, but Buddy is at number five. I have a Buddy. Um, our, our good pal Lauren, who's on the podcast a lot, she has a Buddy as well. Really? Um, yeah. What else? Marley's not. I think either, or either, sorry, I genuinely think something like Zeus or Satan is on there. No, it's not. Okay, I'll count down again. So you've got Toby, Milo, Teddy, Bailey, Archie, Buddy, Oscar, Max, Charlie, and at number one is Alfie. Alfie, yeah, of course. Yeah, I know at least one person who's got a dog with each of those names. So, yeah right. Yeah. yeah, I do. Do you know we? I'm planning to get a dog. What type? At I'm undecided at the moment because I do really, really want a Labrador, but I keep seeing other dogs when we walk um, Simba in the park, and I'm like, oh, I don't know. I like. I would just want all the dogs, Lydia. It's a big problem, but I really, really like the name because I said to my boyfriend, I was like, I really like the name Thor. Yeah. Like what? He was like, what, is in the God of Thunder? I was like, yes. Yeah. And he was like, no. And then, then he watched Thor, finally, and suddenly it's, oh, I like the name Thor. I'm like, oh, God, you piece of shit. 
But he did also like the name Caesar after watching Planet of the Apes. So basically, the poor dog that we get is just going to be on whatever film my boyfriend's recently seen. So hopefully he doesn't watch like Reservoir Dogs, otherwise we're going to end up with like Mr Pink. You're going to have to step in and try and influence this decision, Karis. <laughs> what do you mean step in and influence? I will name the dog and the dog will respond to the name I give it. <laughs> and that is that but yeah so um yeah i'm not feeling i mean i love i love these names they're lovely like buddy for example i love lauren's buddy but um yeah i didn't realize i thought there'd be some names in here as well that were more popular i like the name zeus though i think zeus is a good dog's name i think you're right with that one zeus will be my second not my next dog because that has to be chips yeah yeah Oh, no, and then we're going to get peas. We're going to have scampy chips and peas, and then we're going to get a big dog and call it um, Zeus. Oh, my God, that's amazing. Scampy chips and peas. That's amazing. That's what we're planning. I'm trying to think. I'm sure someone's got a dog called called Ketchup. So, yeah, talking about dogs, we're talking about dogs and how they can help depression because I think at the moment it's mental health is just such a massive issue. So we're going to touch on this this week, something a little bit different. And obviously with Lydia's help here, with being the dog expert slash crazy lady she is. (laughs) So... Yes. So obviously with depression, depression, uh, it affects all of us. We're not going to go into numbers and figures and facts and things like that, but it, it can make you want to avoid other people. It can make you want to just stay inside and, you know, it kind of knocks you completely out of, I feel routine. And I feel like, I mean, I've struggled with it. I'm struggling with it now, to be completely honest. And I feel like whenever you talk to people, they always say you have to focus on something and you have to focus on one thing at a time. And like, I think of that, like when I'm washing up, I'm like, I'm washing up this cup. I am drying up this cup. I'm putting this cup in the cupboard. It can drive you bloody mad. It really can. So what they said is with people suffering from depression, to get an animal really does help them. And you hear these, have you heard of the term emotional support animal or emotional support pet? Yeah, I have, yeah. Yeah, it's big in America. I think because in America you can actually, I think through your health insurance, you can get an emotional support pet or something like that. But over here they don't really have that right now. But I mean, a lot of people say, oh, you know, if someone's depressed, should they really be responsible for another animal? And I just think, well, fuck you. That's just completely writing off someone you know his ability now i recently read this book i don't know if you've heard of it it's called eleanor oliphant is completely fine it's fantastic and basically in this book at one point she's um she goes through a really dark period and she gets given a cat and the cat i think the cat was abandoned so she gets given this cat and it kind of highlights this sense of structure that you can gain from having a pet if you're feeling depressed because she says things like, well, you know, I can't kill myself today because who would feed the cat? Well, I can't go out drinking because who would feed the cat? And it's, I mean, obviously they're two extreme examples, but it does, it gives you a sense of structure. It makes, you know, if you've got a dog, you've got to walk the dog. So you've got to go outside, you've got to get fresh air, you've got a nature. You might bump into someone when you're walking, hence social communication. There's it's it's a chain and you go down it's not it's not so much forcing you to do it it's kind of like it's opening up this world that maybe you wouldn't have had before if you didn't have a pet so many um points and benefits um there's the yep you're gonna go out and you're gonna meet like-minded people potentially um but not just that even anyone that has anxiety depression any of these things 
the benefit of even a 10 minute walk for yourself um, can can help whether you see anyone on that walk or not if you're Dogs are so wonderful at doing stupid little things that make us laugh. I mean, Scampy doesn't know that when she runs around and chases her tail, I laugh out loud sometimes and I've been in my darkest places and you don't expect the dog to be doing something so funny that it gets you out and you just laugh. And you might not have laughed for six weeks and that dog has made you laugh without even having to think of a happy thought or go I have to be positive today and you don't I mean I'm when I get down the the, like my absolute worst thing is social anxiety so people I'm walking the dog and meeting people wouldn't be a benefit for me personally but that is a bonus for other people um but that's but that's almost a beauty of it because there's so many things that it can help with some people just need to sit opposite another breathing living thing that isn't going to judge them and talk back to them but you can look into their eyes and they they're there and you can stroke them and they're there for you and there are so many aspects of why they it can help and uh, you touched briefly on it being a selfish it's not selfish we we're not incapable of looking you know we we still sorry but we still we we don't stop being a human being we still know how to take ourselves to a toilet and and make a cup of tea it might be hard but most people function to a a small but hard level but we but we we function enough to look after ourselves enough and a dog enough and you know i think sometimes when people say oh well, you you can't look after this that and the other um you know, you, you're not responsible to look after a dog. You know, wow, I'm it's suffering from depression. Yeah. And if I can get to work um, and still, you know, exactly. most people that suffer depression, people don't even know. So for you to turn around no. and say, you can't look after a dog, like, Jesus, what I'm feeling and the inner battle that I'm going through has nothing to do with my external plans. You might still be running a business and looking after a family. It doesn't mean you that know, you... Or doing a podcast every are in, week and running a film yeah, company. Yeah, it doesn't mean that you suddenly become incapable and have lost your mind and a, um, a bad human being. It just doesn't at all, so... Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, in research, it literally says like the Human Animal Bond Research Institute, 74% of pet owners said that having a pet literally improved their mental health. Like there's there's so many aspects to it. Like you said, like animals actually pick up when people are distressed and like dogs, especially dogs are very um, more like any other animal. Obviously, any pet can help you, but dogs have evolved to become um, quite attuned to humans, behaviors and emotions. So when they look at you in the eye, they're kind of they're trying to gauge your emotional state to try and understand what you're thinking and feeling. So, I mean, I've, I remember when I failed my my A-levels and I went, I remember I come home and I like I told my dad and I was in tears and I went to my bedroom and I just like I just want to be on my own. And my dog, Lola, like she come up. She she laid on my bed and like she laid with me and like didn't move and that was the biggest emotional support because it wasn't someone telling me like you're gonna be fine we're gonna do this and this is what we're gonna do next it was just someone being there and just 
just like it's a big thing on touch as well like just being able to touch a dog or a cat it can elevate levels of serotonin and dopamine which calm you and relax you so it's not even just like getting outside and walking having this the structure it's having someone there and I think when you feel so lonely and like I can relate to this so much right now like I feel like I'm in a complete I feel like I'm in a bubble of just complete loneliness and when I was looking after Simba the yesterday like just having that pet there just and it's they they can sense it they can sense it completely like when you're crying or upset dogs will come over and like you've probably had it they'll run over to you and lick you and nuzzle you and try and you know kind of my little little scampy always licks my tears if i'm if well tries to sometimes i let her and sometimes i'm like babe just please and she her ears go down not like she's been told off it's a completely different reaction it's like she knows and she she's quite an independent little doggy but she comes right in my face and she nudges under and she licks my tears physically licks my tears away and when you don't it's 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 empathy empathy. yeah yeah and i think and the fact that some like some humans don't even have that like some humans can't even empathize with other human beings and the fact that a dog and people you know a lot of people say oh you know dogs are stupid etc but the fact that a dog can pick up on your feelings yet i don't know your boyfriend can't it kind of highlights you know and it does and i think that's that's why i wanted to touch on it because i just think that it's it's obviously not everyone can have a dog it's unfortunate that people will live in situations you know things like that but i mean it's proven that it helps children with disabilities it helps children with autism they help adults with alzheimer's they help lonely adults they they are so beneficial and i just think it's it's so important so i really think that obviously i'm not saying everyone you go out buy a dog right now you know throw all your responsibilities out the window because a dog is a massive responsibility please do not buy a dog if you are not you know as we've said like of course nobody's in unable to have a dog if they're depressed or anxious but just do think about it properly as well because it's a massive commitment and the amount of dogs that get dumped i think it's more about lifestyle than men like the mental yeah, capacity yeah. That, that's what i'm saying it's not your mental it, capacity it's your you lifestyle can do it. yeah absolutely exactly yeah but i mean on that note while we're talking about animals just to wrap things up mm-hmm. so lydia can get back to love island <laughs> It's all right, you've got five whole minutes. Um, so just speaking, of, I'm going to actually, this is actually quite a sober, um, a, a, a dark point now, but I'm going to mention it anyway. So I don't know if you read, but a, there was an article published yesterday about a polar bear being killed in the Arctic. I don't yeah. know if you heard about yeah, it. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. So a polar bear was killed on Saturday after it attacked a guard leading some tourists from a cruise ship. I think it was in Norway, near the North Pole. And they shot the bear um, in 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 this is a quote in an act of self-defense no and this makes me so sad because polar bears not only are they you know increased they're they're increasingly becoming more and more extinct but this is their home you have literally gone into someone's home and killed them and you know it's it is disgusting and if if you can't go on these tours without the danger of a bear attacking you Guess what? You can't go on the tour. The world was not made it's for just... humans to go round and visit it. I'm sorry. There it was, wasn't. Exactly. If someone walks exactly. into your home, Karis, and 
you defend yourself there are laws there to protect you not only have we gone into his home we've not stumbled on his home we've traveled a really really fucking long time to get there not only that you've got guards there that don't have that have guns that will kill not guns that will do anything there are so many opportunities for this not to have happened and for that not to have ended in that way and it wasn't just one mistake we got there we got in its way then we killed it there were so many reasons that or opportunities for us to for us as humans to play that sequence out differently and we never do Sorry, no, I'm. I, thing, I, I. It's something no, no, that. That's what I said. I wanted to contrast that the fact that people will, you know, if any if anyone did that to your dog, you'd get angry. But I feel like we should be making, you know, this is. It's because it, the bear it, it doesn't belong to anyone. The bear does not exactly. belong to it anyone, and humans works. have this wonderful thing where, unless I own it and can get personal enjoyment or financial gain from personal it, enjoy, I will yeah. not. I do not care. So if it's something I love or I'm making money off, I care. And that's human mentality, unfortunately. Yeah. But yeah, so that, that, that's all. I wanted to add that in because I just think it's important sometimes that obviously your, your little circle of pets and animals, they're so important, but also to think about the bigger picture that there are, there are animals out there who are just, you know, they're not being treated properly. Just to think about that and think that, you know, your dog has the same feelings and thoughts as these polar bears and not to get all like Greenpeace on everyone, but I just, it just makes me sad. So I just wanted to share that with you and bum everyone out and make you all feel really sad and low. (laughs) But yeah, Anyway, Lydia, thank you so much for joining me. You have been a star. You have been funny. You have given us hilarious Pinterest-worthy quotes. <laughs> I, um, I miss, I miss you, you very much. much. I, I hope to see you very soon. soon. I miss you too. We'll see you soon. Miss you lots and lots. We're going to get very emotional now, podcast listeners. This is a treat for you. Well, we're not really. I'm going to stop because Lydia has to watch our Love Island and I'm going to go play The Sims. So. Ah, brilliant. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> sorry yeah it's funny Um, though people think the north is really small don't they and um sorry me and caris have moved to both moved to the northeast and we live about an hour and a half two hours away (laughs) yeah it's not tidy the north is huge london's so much smaller than you think so that's uh that's manchester no manchester's two hours away yeah oh so newcastle no newcastle's an hour away Oh, so uh, Liverpool. No, Liverpool's the other way. So, yeah. It's, yeah, uh, we forget small, how small pink. London is. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is not like London. Anyway, I will let you go. I hope you enjoy Love Island. I hope I see you soon. And I hope you and your curly hair are young, wild and free. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you, guys. <laughs>